Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. It's not often that I get excited about new products, and it's not often that I wholeheartedly recommend new products. I tend to stick with the well-established companies that are a known quantity. I can trust that they'll stick around, and I can trust that they'll support their products. However, today is different. Today, I have a newcomer to the podcasting space that I sincerely hope you all try out. Podcast Better is for you, the podcaster, or soon-to-be podcaster, who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster. And today I have something I really, really need to share with you. Over the past few weeks, I've been ramping up the conversation to this very point. I gave you a few items to include on a website and I explained why I believe every podcast should have a website. But even as much as I believe you need a website, I fully understand how much of a hassle they can be. When I started podcasting, Updating the website was my second least favorite thing to do. Naturally, as you can probably guess, editing was my least favorite thing. Now though, not only has editing become much more manageable, but I have finally found a solution to my website woes. If any of you have asked me recently for a recommendation about a podcast website, I've probably already recommended this to you. However, I want to take you through my experience. I know when talking about websites, a lot of people look for the free versions of things. And so you jump towards free website builders like Wix, and I don't even know what all the names of all of them are anymore, but there are a bunch of free website builders, drag and drop, what you see is what you get type of scenarios out there. And they work okay, but they're not made for podcasting. And so as soon as you try to add in some of the the features that you want for your podcast website, it might not be possible. And even if it is, it's probably not too pretty. So the next best thing is typically WordPress because WordPress is free. WordPress is widely used, so it has a lot of support. So it has a lot of people building free plugins for it. But that's just the problem too. Many times in order for your WordPress site to look good and to feel the way you want it to feel, it needs a lot of extra help a lot of 
fancy themes or plugins, whether they're free or paid. It's a lot of work and you need to hope that all of the parts that you're adding to it are compatible with each other. And even when you get all those pieces put together, it can still take a lot of work to get the site to look the way you want it to look. And even if you get the site to look the way you want it to look, there's still the matter of updating the website. And you have to update the website then every week or however often you put out a new podcast episode because you're going to want to add a new page for every episode that you put out. So you can include the show notes, you can include player, you can include any other resources that you mentioned in the episode, all of this stuff. And my problem was that I would often mention the short link, the pretty link for my episode at the beginning and end of the episode. So people could go to the website, get all the show notes, any resources I mentioned, and they could get there easily. It wouldn't have to type in a long URL to get there. And with a WordPress site, that can be done. And I did it, but I didn't always remember to do it ahead of time. So sometimes my episode would launch and I would tell you to go to, I mean, if this was the podcast better at the time, podcastbetter.io slash 003. But I would forget to set up that pretty link to go to 003. So you would type that in and you get a 404 error page because that page does not exist. Because when I was doing my own website, the process would look something like this. I would upload my episode to Buzzsprout. I'd fill out all the show notes information there. I would schedule that episode to go out. And then at that point, you feel like, oh, I'm done, right? The episode is uploaded. The episode is scheduled. I want to be done with this. This was especially true when I was planning episodes a few weeks in advance. I didn't have to go post on social media or anything right away. I just needed to get that episode uploaded and ready to go. But what I didn't always remember to do is update the website. So I have to go over to the website. I have to copy those show notes over, copy the title over, get the MP3 link so I can put it in the player, the fancy player that I had, and upload that onto the site. And then I have a nice page for it. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay, I updated the website. Now I'm done. But no, I wasn't. Then I needed to create that pretty link. And it's just a few more clicks, right? It's not, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. But many times I forgot to do it. And so I have to go back in after the episode went live and I tried to check out the page and found out it didn't work. And I wonder how many people tried to do that and it didn't work for them. And so they either gave up or, you know, had to go around another way to find the page they were looking for. And once again, while it's just a few clicks for them too to find the page, it's inconvenient and feels unprofessional to me. And I didn't want that for my listeners. So I always wished there was a better solution. I didn't know exactly what that solution looked like. I didn't know what I wanted that solution to be, but I knew there had to be something better. And that's what we got. We finally got a website that was built for podcasters. And one of the best things about this website is that things are automated. So if you're sitting there thinking, well, Matt, I don't want to set up a Wix site. Matt, I don't want to set up a WordPress site. I don't want to learn that. I don't want to figure out all the intricacies of how to set that up, how to update it, how to do all those things. You don't have to. That's what I'm telling you. That's what makes this so great. If you figured out how to upload your podcast to the podcast host, if you figured out how to share your RSS feed with all the directories out there, then you can set up this website. This website that I'm talking about is hosted by Podpage. 
PodPage is the answer I have been looking for. PodPage is it. It is built for podcasters. It's right there in the name, PodPage. That's that's who it's made for. And everything from the creation of this page to the updating of this page is automated. But you still have options. You still have flexibility. And that's what's nice. I've always said I don't expect a lot or require a lot from my podcast website. The biggest things, I want it to be functional and I want it to be up to date. And all of that comes with PodPage. When you go to set up a PodPage website, all you're going to have to do to get started is give them your RSS feed. And from that RSS feed, they pull all the information just like a podcast directory would. All of the metadata that you provided at your podcast host, they are going to pull that and just put it into a website format. So it's going to have the title of your show. It's going to have the description of your show. It's going to have all of the episodes that you have put out up to this point and all of their descriptions and all the episode numbers and all the links that you included along with your show. That's all there. And then any other information you want to add, like if you want to put links to the directories where you're listed, you can put those there easily. If you want an, the about page is created automatically based on your show description, but you have the option to edit that if you want. A contact page can be created. They have options for a revenue page if you have a Patreon account or a coffee account or all these other revenue generating streams that are possible. You can put them all on this one page. If you have an online store, if you're, you have merchandise that you're selling, there's a place for that. If you want to write a blog alongside of your website, there's an option for that. What I like to tell people is it's basically the WordPress site you would have created, except you don't have to create it, but you still have that flexibility. Now, I do want to take a brief break here and say there may be a few people that this is not for, but I believe that for sure seven out of 10, maybe even eight or nine out of 10 podcasters would benefit from using something like PodPage. The people that I would say this is not for is if you have an existing business and your podcast is an extension of that business, so your business already has website and you're adding a podcast to your portfolio, you should just be putting a podcast page on your existing website. Similarly, if you have a highly designed website, highly stylized, if it's something that you paid big bucks to get designed, you'll probably want to stick with that website. But if a podcast is the first thing you're doing, if it's a standalone hobby, a standalone business, if you don't have any other website out there, PodPage is 100% for you. It's going to give you everything you need up front. If you want to get super fancy later on when you get rich from your podcast and you want to expand, more power to you. But when you're getting started, there is nothing out there that's better than PodPage. So you remember a few minutes ago when I was talking about my kind of workflow with my podcast and how after I uploaded my podcast to the podcast host, in, in my case, Buzzsprout, I basically felt like I was done. Mentally, I kind of start to check out and I feel I'm done with my podcast now. It's uploaded, it's scheduled, people will be able to listen to it. And basically, that's what PodPage allows me to do because when my podcast goes live, the PodPage website automatically creates a page for that episode. It pulls the information from the show notes to create an entry for it. The episode is going to be listenable on the website, and 
it even creates a, a nice pretty link, a short link for the episode. So if you go to www.podcastbetter.io slash three, that's going to take you to episode three. I didn't have to set that up. That was all done automatically. So by investing in the PodPage website, I've literally taken about a dozen tiny steps out of my workflow. Like I said, instead of after uploading the podcast episode, going to the website, creating that page, copying and pasting everything over there, creating the pretty link and doing all those things, my workflow ends after I upload that episode to my podcast host. It may sound like a little thing, but when you're doing this, even if it's just once a week or in my case, twice a week for this, this show alone, and I have multiple shows and doing it for years after year after year for hundreds of episodes to take that off my plate. It just feels so good. It really does. It takes a load off your shoulders and I can sit back and relax and know that it's all taken care of. So while I was impressed with the basics of what PodPage has to offer, since I've joined the PodPage family, they have been adding new features month after month after month. And a lot of times when new products add new features, I kind of shrug them off. It's like, eh, that's nice, but I'm not going to use it. That hasn't been the case with PodPage. Every time they come out with a new feature, I'm like, that is so smart. That is useful. That is something I can utilize. Most recent of these features you've heard me mention on this show before, the voicemail. I've told you about this feature. If you go to the Podcast Better website, down in the lower right-hand corner, you'll, you'll down in the lower right-hand corner, you'll see a little green and white microphone. You can click on that and leave me a voicemail message. If you have a question about podcasting, please try it out. I'd love to use your question on the show. But besides coming out with new features all the time, the other thing that sold me on PodPage was the founder. His name is Brendan, and I have had a few chats with him. And it's super simple because if you go to the PodPage website, down in the lower right-hand corner of that website, you'll see a little chat icon where you can just chat with him. And he is super, super responsive to that. He's always there to answer your questions, to have a conversation. He has always had an answer to the questions that I've had or my feature requests for the future. A lot of times it's things they're already working on. It's just they haven't been released yet. Or it's a feature that I overlooked and he can tell me exactly where to find it. But just that responsiveness, that care, that dedication to his product is another reason I want to see PodPage succeed. I love what he's doing with it and I really, really hope that you do too. So naturally, as I always do, I'm going to leave a link for this down in the show notes or on the website. This link that I share will be my affiliate link. I, I ask that you do use this if you think it's something that, that will be useful to you. But by any means, you are not required to use this link. It is just something that will help me out if you choose to move forward with PodPage. So I understand that was a long kind of love letter to PodPage. But I really do love what they're doing for podcasters. I really love what they put together. And there is a free plan. So seriously, go give it a shot. Try it out. Give it a test run. And let me know what you think. Let Brendan know what you think. If there's something missing, let him know. The more people that tell him, hey, I want this feature, the more likely it is that he'll add it to the site. But it really is a fantastic product for podcasters. So I think I've said my piece. PodPage, go check it out. There's a link down in the notes below. That's all I got for now. So I'll talk to you soon. If you're starting a podcast soon, 
you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions, but head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.